Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Hi, this is Bill Peacock, and welcome to episode 44 of the Liberty Cafe. I'm very glad to have you here with me today. Also very glad to have as a sponsor of the Liberty Cafe, Texas Scorecard. They're doing great work, and you ought to go check out everything they do, which you probably have if you're listening to my podcast, although you may have found me at excellentthought.net. So stop by both places. Well, again, it's great to have you here today, and I'd like to talk a little bit today about stupidity. I spoke last week up in Tyler, Texas at Grassroots America, Joanne Fleming's group, who had me up to speak to her about the Texas electricity market. And I could spend this whole episode talking about the stupidity of the people who are running the Texas electricity market, but but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about really the stupidity of Texas Republicans. Because when I when I got up there, uh, Joanne gave the opening uh, talk to, to the group, and it was a great group of folks. I enjoyed it. And she had plastered up on the screen there, the number 19. And the reason she had number 19 up there, and the reason she talks about the number 19 a lot, is because that is how many years Texas Republicans have been in charge of all of Texas government. The governor, the lieutenant governor, the speaker, the Supreme Court, the general land office, the comptroller's office, the attorney general, you name it. They have all been Republican for 19 years now. And she was bemoaning the fact, rightfully so, about how little we have gotten done in those 19 years. And one of the reasons you can think of that we are in this pickle of 19 years of Republicans not getting the job done is because of stupidity. And, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. There's there's some other reasons, of course, we can think of, and, and we'll get to that too, but, but we're going to focus on stupidity today. So I was listening to one of my favorite authors who wrote a piece and then was doing it online as well, Douglas Wilson. And if you haven't read or heard of Douglas Wilson, you ought to go, you ought to go find out more about him. You can go to douglaswills.com. Come, hold on a second. Let me make sure I got the right place here. Doug Wills, DougWills.com, and go find his excellent blog and a lot of other resources you can find through there. Canon Press folks and a blog in my blog is the name of that. He also does a podcast. So anyway, I highly recommend that. But he was talking about this book by Carlos Cipolla, The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity. And I said, wow. I've got a great example of that right here in Texas. And so he, what Cipolla does is he breaks us all down into four different categories, all human beings. He, he leaves with the stupid people. The stupid people, according to his definition, are those who ca- cause harm to others around him without bidding fitting themselves. I'm just going to go around the through the definitions here, and then we can talk a little bit how they apply to Republic, Republicans in a little bit. The second group are the malevolent people, or the bandits, is what he calls them, those who do damage 
to others around them, but they benefit themselves by doing it. I think we can probably think of a lot of folks who fit that category. Then there are the intelligent people. Now, the intelligent people are the ones who benefit themselves through benefiting others. So the only people who can possibly fit this intelligent category are Christians because they are the only ones who know God. And only people who know God can possibly do the right thing for other people and thus benefit themselves. Now, do Christians always do the right thing? No. Matter of fact, I'd, I'd say our track record on that is actually pretty spotty. But nonetheless, we are the only people actually capable of doing the right thing that benefits others and benefits us. Nobody else can do that. And then finally, there's the fourth category, which is made up of the helpless people. These are the people who get consistently ripped off by the bandits who are just regularly just you know, run over by the stupid people. Now, of course, you can have Christians in all four of these categories. Uh, you know, most obviously in the intelligent people category, uh, you can have stupid Christians who do stupid things because we live in a fallen world and we're sinful people and we fail to repent. You can even have Christians in the malevolent category who harm, do damage to others to benefit themselves. Now, hopefully, uh, Christians in both of those categories mature or get sanctified as they go through life and become more intelligent, but it doesn't seem to always work that way. And the same thing for the helpless people who obviously can be Christian, but aren't bright enough to do it or, or, or just aren't they're They're not out there. They're kind of clue, as clueless as the stupid people in some ways, but they just don't go around causing harm to people. And so that, that's kind of the category of people that Sapola puts out. And he, and he has some basic laws here. And I'm just going to briefly talk about the first three of them. His first law states that there are always more stupid people involved than you might expect. And, and that's, not surprising if you've been around Texas politics for 30 plus years like I am. And, and it really leads us into the the, the second uh, uh, law, which, which I'll talk about that and we can put them both together. The second law is that the ratio of stupid people in any cohort is unrelated to any other characteristics of that cohort. So the cohort, could, who could it be? Statewide elected officials in Texas or elected officials in Texas or people who work employed by the state of Texas in the capital or you could nuclear scientists or Nobel Prize winners or whatever else. There's going to be stupid people in each one of those. They're going to have certain mental capacities that set them apart from other people. But there's going to be just as many stupid people in those areas as there are in others. And of course, the, the prime example of that today, other than maybe Republicans, are is involved with COVID-19, right? I mean, people have just given in to stupidity on COVID-19. I'm not going to go into that today because it could keep going forever. But you see all the lies and all the misinformation about COVID and its effects, and there's no place that that hasn't affected the medical community, the media, the politicians. There's stupidity all over the place on that one. 
and then so here here's the definition of a stupid person well i've already talked about that the the stupid people who've already caused losses to other people or a group of people while deriving no gain for himself or herself and even possibly incurring losses and so with with that thought i thought we'd just go look at the Texas Republicans, and just a brief glimpse at a few things, mostly current, that we've seen over the last uh, 19 years. So I'd like to start briefly with the Texas Ethics Commission. A lot of the people who listen to this podcast would know who Michael Sullivan is. He's the um, CEO, perhaps, of um, Texas Scorecard. He, he, he does a lot of different things, but he heads up the Texas Scorecard group. And Texans for deals with Texans for, for fiscal responsibility. And, and of course, the Texas Ethics Commission came after him. I can't remember how long it's been now, but 10 years, maybe 12 years. I can't remember exactly for not being registered as lobbyists because he went up to the Capitol and told people that if they, you know, that this is how he was going to score a vote. And if they wanted to go get a good score on a scorecard, then they they could vote this way, and if they didn't want it, they could vote that way, and that's all he did up here. And but they said he had to be a registered lobbyist. Now he he could have actually done more, I think, and not had to be a registered lobbyist because all this lobbyist stuff is basically an assault on our First Amendment rights to free speech. But Sullivan wasn't doing most of that stuff. He was just telling people what how they're going to score stuff, and the Ethics Commission came after him for not being a registered lobbyist. And you may have heard recently on his pod, on a podcast, Luke Macias's podcast or his blog post, um, Texas Scorecard, that they actually, you know, after all these years, they couldn't get him. So they put a lien on his house and he didn't know about it. They didn't tell him about it until he um, was found out he was when he sold his house and found out it was there. So he dealt with that, took care of it. But now he's. They are still engaged with a lawsuit with him over this. And you know what? It's it's cost them so much time and so much money. Well, cost us so much money. And they're still losing and they're getting beat into the ground. But the Texas Ethics Commission doesn't know when to give up fighting against Michael Sullivan because this is the key here. So these people are bullies. They're used to beating up on people. And they're not used to running into somebody with like Michael Sullivan and his group and the people who support him because they, the Texas Ethics Commission, like all government does, has endless resources and they beat up on people enough who can't afford to fight against them who just give. Right. But Sullivan and his group and his supporters didn't. And, and they've been beating back the other way. They're not bullies. They're just defending themselves. But in the meantime, the bullies are getting the crud beat out of them. And that's going to continue to happen until they finally give up the ghost or until. And here's so the Texas Ethics Commission is stupid. But for 19 years, Texas Republicans have let this kind of stuff go on at the Texas Ethics Commission and they won't do anything about it. So. Here's our first introduction into the stupidity of Texas Republicans who have let this rogue agency run wild and just refuse to deal with it. We could also talk about 
very quickly the stupidity of former speaker Dennis Bonin, who had the same thought, who thought he could just manipulate Michael Sullivan and hold up some pretty little dongles. In this case, it was a press pass so that his journalists, and they are journalists, could get in to report on the Texas House. Now, of course, the Texas House should have let his group in in the first place, but they didn't. So he just held these little this little prize up there in front of Sullivan and thought that he could use that to get Sullivan to bow to him and do what he wanted to do, which was in part get rid of some other Republicans who he didn't like. Well, if that's not the way that Texas Scorecard or Michael Sullivan works. And those things aren't important to him and, and them and, and people who like that. Most conservatives, those kinds of things aren't important to them. Now, some con- people who say they are conservative, those things are important to them. But it, it wasn't to Texas Scorecard and to Michael. And so Dennis Bonin lost his speakership because of that. Stupid. He was out there trying to hurt other people. And he wound up hurting himself. So let's move on. Now, Dave Phelan is the current Speaker of the House. And we'll get up to today to today, right? So you, you all saw that one of the Texas Democrats had come back into town maybe to negotiate, it seems like. And he came into the Texas House and they were working. And then Dave Phelan just let him go. The guy promised he would come back, apparently. That's what I read anyway. And then he didn't come back. And now Dade Phelan has has uh, sworn out a civil warrant for his arrest. So lots of stupidity there, right? Uh, but he also put in this warrant that he could be arrested anywhere in the state, which is not what the law says. I think it's the Constitution that has this. He, he can be arrested anywhere, according to Texas law. Now, of course, there are limits on that, and you have to go through other states and jurisdictions. But Phelan didn't make that applicable. And so now this Democrat and the other Democrats, who he hasn't even sworn out warrants on, best to my knowledge, are free to run around anywhere except Texas. Nobody's willing to put the screws to these Democrats, and they're just going to let them continue to get in the way of fixing our elections and helping uh, small children whose parents are trying to abuse them through giving them hormones, lots of other things we could think of. So Dave feeling stupidity. Now, as we go through this list of people, uh, there could be other elements within the behavior of these folks that might take them out of the category of stupidity and put them on, into other categories. I'm, I'm not here to debate that. I'm just talking about stupidity. Now we go to to, to 2019 elections, 2018 elections, I'm sorry. You know, as you recall, it was a close call for a lot of people. That was the midterm elections where Democrats just came out of the wall, out of the wall and beat a lot of Republicans in primaries across the country and here in Texas, too. And that scared Dan Patrick to death. He he wasn't quite so close. Ken Paxman was really close. He wasn't quite so close. But it seems like Dan Patrick abandoned everything he had stood for before that time. Uh, we, My former 
place of work was Texas Public Policy Foundation, and we were all ready to go on school choice. It had been made clear to a lot of people that school choice was going to be a big issue in the 2019 uh, legislative session. But after 2018, the word came down that there was not going to be no more school choice. In fact, it was flipping the other way. What Dan Patrick, and he wasn't doing this alone. The governor was in on this at some level, and the Speaker of the House, Dennis Bonham, back then. The, the way they figured they were going to win the 2020 elections was going to be spending $10, $12 billion more on public education. Give you know $5 billion in teacher pay raises to Texas teachers and spend a lot more money. And that was going to buy off all the suburban moms and, and the and the Democrats and the teachers unions. And but how stupid can you be? It doesn't it didn't work back then. Teacher unions, you know, were all saying you can't buy us off with this money. Um, it, it didn't work. Now, did we win the 2020 midterms and did the Republicans stay in charge? Yeah. But I don't think that had a lot to do with Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott's and Dennis Bonin's plan to spend $10 billion or more of our taxpayer money. And that's on top of the tuition increases on these schools. That's not what won the midterms. What wins the midterms in elections for Republicans is conservative politicians acting conservative. It's when they start doing what these guys have been doing is you get the big problem. And then finally, let's, let's just look at Greg Abbott also back in 2019. So part of that $10 billion, $11 billion that Dan Patrick and, and uh, Greg Abbott wanted to spend on public schools was for property tax relief. We're going to give this, and I think it's about $4.6 billion if I remember correctly, we're going to give $4.6 billion more to the schools, and then they're going to cut their property taxes by so much. We're going to tell them they have to compress their property tax rates so that we'll get a tax cut. Well, it, it didn't work because it never works. That $4.6 billion came out of our pockets, went to the state, went to the school districts. And you know what kind of tax relief we saw out of that? Well, if you count tax relief as a tax cut, lowering your taxes, zero. In fact, Taxes are up by billions of dollars. There have been two taxing years. So that was the 2019 legislature, but it was a 2018 tax year. So we've had 2019 and 2020 since then. And, and taxes are up by several billion dollars. Property taxes are up by several billion dollars since then. Now, it does seem like the property taxes are up just a little bit less than they might have if it weren't for this. But that's somewhere in the neighborhood of about a billion dollars. Billion and a half dollars. So basically, Dan Patrick, Greg Abbott, Dennis Bonin spent $10, $11 billion more on public schools. And what did we get out of it? Uh, about a billion dollars. But even with that, that's just a billion dollars in savings over what we would have had. Actually, we're paying negative billion dollars return on that because we, we're paying higher taxes than we ever have before. So that's just one look at the stupidity of Texas Republicans over the last 19 years. We could keep on going and go back to, to a bunch of episodes that 
not many of us remember, but they're all out there. So what's the hope? Well, the only hope here is that Texas Republican voters will stop being, I know I'm talking to a lot of them here, but stop being quite so stupid and sending the same Texas Republicans up here every year, right? I mean, if you don't like the way things are going, don't keep doing the same thing and sending these same guys up here all the time. I'll let you choose which ones you want to vote for and against, but I'd really encourage you all to do a little house cleaning in Republican primaries uh, over the years. Now, not all Republican incumbents should be kept out, you know, so you have to pick and choose, but I'd encourage you to not join these guys in their stupidity. Well, thank you once again for joining the Liberty Cafe, episode 44 on stupidity. And I look forward to having you back again. And I look forward to continuing having Texas Scorecard as our sponsor. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate this show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.